Define we don't need to do fucking preamble to this play, right? You've only been on here a million fucking no times. No preamble to this constitution. Have y'all, dro- y'all dropped an episode since the game, though, right? Nope. No. Oh, okay. Did you know that the Articles of Confederation were the original constitution and they just didn't fucking work? So they said, fuck this, we're going to try this again. We're going to, let's start from scratch. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Articles of Confederation. Did he know that? What made you bring that up? I, no I said, idea. I said, there's no preamble to this Constitution. He said, Constitution. Wait a minute. Thank you for saying that, because my thought process is just like boom, 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 and I don't even pause to think uh, why I'm saying. It's something. so good. Hell. There we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Highly Suspicious Podcast with Louie and Preston. My name is Louie. My name's Preston. We are reporting once again live from the trap house. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? Pierre. (laughs) (laughs) I do. Welcome back. Thank you. You're the best guest that is always here on short notice. Yeah, truly. Hey, man. That's all we could really ask for. You're also the only person that wants to be on this podcast. He asked me to be on. Sweet. Not the other way. Sweet. No, that's not true. You don't have to ask Carl, bro. He, that man's just a mess. Really? He's just always <laughs> he's just always busy, or there's always something. Yeah, where it's he's like, not a oh, mess. Oh shit, I actually can't. Like, he's just got a lot of shit. Going yeah. On. Okay. It's just it's very likely for short notice to not work. Okay. Okay. We so, haven't had Carl on. It just never minutes. works. <laughs> it just never works. He always pops out, but then yeah. he's not on the pod. Yeah. That's what. It's it's the middle of the day. You know? Really, that's yeah. how he's it always be. down. He doesn't care if he has work the next day to party or anything like that. But in the middle of the day, there's like a ninety percent chance that he's working. Honestly, well, let's hope he listens to this one. Yeah, while you're at work, Carl. Do you think he listens to it though? Probably not. Probably not. Probably we not. I, we have agreed that like most people that know us in real life don't listen to the podcast. Yeah. It's I I know I have uh, friends out there who have listened because like we don't see each other anymore like Bro. they moved or something like yeah, that. Yeah. They'll listen to the podcast. Bro, I mean, when I first po- posted anything, like, on Instagram music-wise, bro, I instantly lost, like, every, like, people people that I knew that, like, knew who I was, but uh, didn't, like, as soon as I posted music, they're like, fuck this, I don't want to fucking even, Damn. I lost so many people, that I, like, immediately, bro, as soon as I dropped, like, the they first said, thing. They said, actually, Pierce, I'm good. And you knew that was gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> Damn. Because, I mean, how many people follow you that you just barely know like that? I mean, cause think about it too. Like, if you're if you're like following some random dude from high school and he posts some bullshit, you're just like, yeah. I don't, I don't want this. In yeah. My feed. Honestly, it, though, I've <laughs> definitely done that. Yeah. Where I'm just scrolling through, and I'm like, honestly, nah. I can flip a coin on whether or not I still need to follow you, and yeah. so if the roles are reversed, you know, it could be it, worse. It could be worse. Yeah. Cause there was some somebody I was following from high school that like I think was basically just an acquaintance in high school, but. During COVID, they started posting uh, how the 5G antennas were causing COVID. And I was like, actually, I'm good. And you unfollow. unfollow. I was like, that's all you had to do, actually. That's hilarious. You want to know how toxic I am? Horrendous. When I see people like that, it makes me want to follow them. Just Just so so you know what the psychos are thinking? I can see the... I'm a fair and balanced guy. I like seeing how the other perspectives think, even if how they think is fucking hilarious to me. You sound like a good news anchor. There's this... Yeah, exactly. There's this one girl that I had on Snapchat for a while. 
this was a long time ago, but she always posted some fucking hilarious conspiracy theory shit. Dude. I have a bunch of people on Snapchat now that I think about it that fucking are just people I know in real life <laughs> and talk about fucking like symbols and conspiracy theories and the government this, the government that. Do you like to follow that? Yes, that's what I'm saying. So okay, so he like I do anything that like I like don't want to be around. I don't want to be around it at all. Like I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. If you if you unfollow if you post because those are some ideas that you yeah. don't want. You post some yeah, negative ass shit. See. I don't even want to be surrounded by it or you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I just don't. Want, I, I try to just stay away. That's I, that speaks to you. Yeah, that speaks to that's why you're like just a different person than me. Though. I I think it's interesting though. You know, like. Some when I people perspective, have perspectives, sure. different perspectives in general, of course, but really shit where I can't even. Get. I appreciate if if you look at it and it's not a conspiracy theory, it's just a bunch of logical loopholes that they've like used to express an idea. You're kind of like, wow, this is some pretty intense world building you got going on. You're telling me the Earth's hollow and that there are lizard people inside, but the moon and the stars revolve around us on a flat surface. Wow. Crazy. But, Y'all should write a book. <laughs> you know? What should we write a book about? They need to, the flat earthers need to, like... I mean, that's basically, like, journey to the center of the earth, earth shit, it, where it's just insane. It's just, just it's insane. Own, yeah, build your own world right Journey to the center of the just hollow earth theory, which is basically the same as flat earth theory. Like, they yeah. really have a whole funny. alternative... The only difference is that, like, hollow earth theory is based in mythology, but the flat earth theory is almost a government conspiracy mm-hmm. at, at the level that it's at right now. Because they basically talk about how, no, that's not the horizon that you're seeing. You're actually drugged when you're on airplanes, and yeah, uh, there's an ice border all around that's us. That's a theory? That, that's, yeah. that's, that's drugged the, on an airplane? That's the biggest... Some of them believe that. That's the biggest, like... It's insane. That's the biggest flaw in their logic. That I when can't you're on a plane, you can literally think the moon see landings were like fake. the curve like, of the Earth. I, I know people who think the moon landings were faked. You can't see the curve of the Earth, though. Can you? Yes, you can. When on you're a plane. on a plane and you're high enough. Honestly, and, if you're on a high summit, too. Yeah. Like, or right, a tall building. You definitely can. I've only been on a plane when I was like a kid, so I didn't really make that observation. You'll, you'll be on another plane. I remember it being like the, like the highest I could see... I feel like though if you're really high up you don't see the curves like you just I mean I guess you do because the earth drops you off do. so I guess that's how yeah but like with flat earth people and stuff like that I'm confident enough in my beliefs that I can filter out information you right know, I'm not gonna watch conspiracy theory videos and you're not gonna be swayed like, well I'm a flat earther now yeah but you hear interesting shit about like why they think these mm-hmm. things like one of the big things with it is like. You're not allowed to go to Antarctica. Yeah. Like, it is illegal from not just our country, but, like, the United Nations. It's illegal to fucking go up there. I literally just and watched it's like, a documentary about the Antarctica. Really? Yeah. Was it, like, a nature documentary, or was it about, like... Oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I forgot about all the nature documentaries I watched. But, no, this was, like, they were drilling into... so the, But they were drilling to find, like, a deep ice lake, and they found it. Ice cores. Took some yeah. samples. Because it, it was it pretty anticlimactic, but, like, you know, but there was a whole documentary. Free history. I've seen some shit about Antarctica that makes me kind of... That's something where I would believe, like, there could be some shit going on up there. The, it being the edge of the earth, I don't believe that. Yeah. But 
there's there's some you have to have some sort of real thing to back up your shit unless you're just actually crazy and you don't need anything to back some up some of them anything. might be actually crazy yeah. though you know but like that's how stuff gets circled enough times have you all seen those just, okay, have, have you all seen those giant like ice tunnels that have appeared up there and the scientists are like we don't really know why they're like that and the obvious answer is climate change, uh, but they don't think that I'm that's also what confused. it is. Yeah, you said up there. What do you mean about up there? Like, in the North Pole. North Pole, okay. Maybe it was. I can't believe I'm I not sure. But there's just... Like there, it, there are more glaciers in the North Pole, so that could totally giant be... Giant tunnels, molten. and we just yeah. don't know what they're for, why they're there. The scientists <laughs> seem not to think uh, that it's just ice naturally melting. But I guess that kind of makes sense. Like you, you see how ice usually melts, melts from like the outside in, doesn't melt like in a hole. Well, you know what I mean. Well, water. There are other factors to take into account. Sure. Yeah, I have no idea. I've never even heard of this. So, anyways, and there can be pre-existing like <laughs> formations inside of the ice. Yeah, because there Antarctica are like, ice caverns. Isn't real. <laughs> but that could be some crazy shit too. Like it's a tunnel that was dug a billion years ago <laughs> by early humans a billion years ago i hope so Shit like i was thinking possible. the other day about how it's possible that there was like some nuclear holocaust already and it basically wiped civilization off the face of the earth and then we reformed society i don't know man theory. i it's totally possible that's one of those like, where it's I like, feel like i feel like it's totally possible because everything has a decay rate like everything can or there could have been maybe not a pre-existing human civilization but like pre-civilization of other uh, evolutionary origin dolphins intelligent species dolphins or octopi ox people ox people because <laughs> octopuses are definitely aliens right can we can we agree on that is that a conspiracy theory we can subscribe to I mean if octopus are aliens aren't we aliens I mean it's possible they that they still share all like carbon 99% life. of our DNA like every yeah. animal does I don't know I like the theory that there was like organic material from a asteroid that Ants landed on life. earth yeah you're all about that Ants sperm. yeah that that cosmic yeah that cosmic jizz yeah i'm 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 about that cosmic jizz some other planet said here let's watch this think about how many things had to fall like exactly into fall into place yeah for just us to exist just for you to exist not even it's not like even humans, that but like you yeah. or me not even that just for a single cell life form yeah. to exist. Something way less complicated than us. There still has to be a bunch of other factors. I guess the only logical way this conversation goes, well, Louis looks like he has something to say. No, I just kind of want to move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. We're in the big chair today, Louis. We, we get to choose. Yeah, this I'm the host right now, actually. So It's your all show. Wherever, this, this goes wherever I want it to go. It's your all show. You don't like it go as long as you want, but if it gets into some stupid shit, I'm going to cut it. <laughs> I, How are the I did it last week. I can do it this week. <laughs> I'll do it again. Yeah. Hey, just so everyone knows, do they know that you edit the show? Uh, oh, okay, never mind. I thought well, I was, I we thought always really mention stuff. It's not a song that I talk about like all the time. Yeah, but I think it's pretty obvious that there are some cuts in. Yeah, there. they can I, they can hear because I've heard it sometimes. You've heard some cuts. I've heard. Some cuts. I've heard some cuts. Do you want them to know that you cut it? He cleans up the first. Or do you part. like try to cut it in a way that they don't know? I'll yeah. I don't. I'd like for it to be perfectly seamless, but obviously that's not. It's not a, always possible. It's not yeah. always possible. That's why we. But, have it. 
This these conversations would be fucking incoherent if I didn't clean them up. Yeah. And even now it's like that, but especially in the beginning, it was That's like, true. holy shit. Dude, we just went two minutes on the stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> and sometimes don't even be funny stupid. Because that's something that we strive to do on the yeah. show is funny stupid. Sometimes it's just stupid stupid. Sometimes it's... <laughs> sometimes sometimes Louis like, I really couldn't care right now. There's, it just switches. There's that's some, good to know that, though, because there, you there's some like shit. audience members. That's what I'm saying. Care. There's some shit if I just left everything be in the just show. Just be responsible. If there would be people that would be like, okay, turning this off. Never Joe Rogan. Yeah. So, so yeah. So do you think that speaks to to the editing or how bad we are at conversation? I don't think there's any way to be bad at conversation. Honestly. Well, because okay, but there are podcasts though where I want to listen to every single word. So and they're just talking. It's not like they're doing anything. I re- I respect the dynamics and, and I, that's definitely true. I Audience. respect the hell out of Informal. shows like Joe Rogan and Through the Wires, a basketball podcast I really like to listen to. Who's where, that? Uh, Kenny Beecham, they do just the uncut thing. No editing at all, because they do a video thing. Yeah. and That definitely helps. And I respect the hell out of it, but even in those shows, there, Bro, are, there, some, are, there are some moments where it's like, this is just this is useless. bad conversation. Yeah. This is just... Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, that's a little bit like you're jerking yourself off, isn't it? Where you're like, this stupid-ass conversation I'm having with my friend right now in my living room. Is needs worth, to be heard yeah, by it's worth your time, <laughs> listener. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Facts. Bro, have you ever heard of Rick Glassman? Either of you? Mm-hmm. Bro, listen to his podcast. Watch it. Okay. More specifically, you need to watch it. Okay. It's definitely like a watched podcast. Fire. I don't know what tips you can even get from him just because it's it, like he's but in his own lane. But it's just a good podcast. Send me it. Yeah, I need to listen I to really, the like, they, they, like That's the only thing I've been watching on YouTube for like the past two weeks when me and Preston record on our own there's very minimal editing that we have to do like sometimes I'll leave the room so it will be yeah know, there's a pause a but that's minute it. where the conversation kind of dies so mm-hmm. I can just cut that shit out and just when we're regularly talking we leave a bunch of pauses in between what we're saying and that's fine for regular conversation uh, but uh, but you want you want a conversation to be all killer no filler yeah, that's yeah. what we bring here. Uh, but with guests, guests are guests are the ones that <laughs> fuck you guys. Man. <laughs> See this? Okay, man. I was just trying to ask you if he has a number without interrupting you. Okay, I, I don't. I'll send it to you too. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. <laughs> guests are the ones that I really have to clean up because. A lot of people are great and just hanging out with us, chilling when the microphone's off. But I think when we're actually on the record, they think a little bit too much about what the fuck they're saying. If I could just get, if I could just harness some of the conversations I candidly, candidly have with my friends that wouldn't be like that on the podcast. Yeah. Then this show would be ten Fantastic. times better. And I, as a producer, need to get better at making people more relaxed. Yeah. When we get in and relaxed. Did you? So I always kind of thought that, like, if I was to do my own podcast, that maybe if I was just recording from the jump, 
Yeah. But obviously you have to let them know. So like I guess like when you ask them or you know you text them before they get in that they're recording that you're already recording as soon as they come in. Yeah. But then that work. I, I then they're just gonna be guarded the whole time though. I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, no, it wouldn't necessarily change anything because yeah. they would still know that they're Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think all it is is just time. Uh, yeah. Know, time being recorded and getting used to Do you to feel it. what I'm saying? Totally. Yes. I, th- I, I, I mean, it's it's just the small things even like speaking towards the microphone. You yes, know? absolutely. Those are yeah. those are small factors that make a huge difference. And honestly, that's the that's the hardest stuff is getting people to look in a certain direction, speak in a certain direction. Tell that's me why what, I wanted to mic set up. Tell me what you think of this. I think this would be a great solution to that problem of making guests feel more relaxed. Once we have the new studio fully operational, yeah, we should have like a Laker cart. Oh, absolutely. Facts. That's already in my plan. Facts. We gonna... should we should be able to offer people. Okay, you want a little bit of this? You so want what, a little what, bit of this? This I want like a mini. Thing, like y'all actually getting a new one, or is this just like y'all? Uh, I have a room in my house reserved for a podcast studio. It has a separate entrance. What? Um, yeah. Have I, have I not been in there? No. Nah. What? We, we built a wall. It was like a shed, and we knocked a wall out, and then we built a wall up. I just yeah. gotta find. It's a. It needs a custom door, which is kind of tricky. I need to do some soundproofing. I need to finish That's off the roof. Sad. That's what's sad, man. And I'm probably gonna need a custom table just because there's like some concrete that's poured in a slab like through the yeah, middle yeah. of the room. So it's kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, I'm gonna get a folding table. For one wall, so that when we're not recording, mm-hmm. and I do want to use it as like a rentable recording studio space, like I want it to be nicely soundproof. Yeah, yeah. Because because yeah. with its own yeah, in- entrance and exit, yeah, he wouldn't even Preston wouldn't even need to be a part of the process. He yeah, would be like okay, I could give somebody crazy. a key or leave the door unlocked for when they're supposed to get there, and just say, all right, you have two hours of time. Like, are you saying like renting it out? Yeah. Hey, that's what's up, man. It would I feel kind like of eighty about an hour could could work. That's like a that's, good studio yeah. rate, honestly, because like hundred bucks is reasonable, and I I want to be less than that. That's cool, bro. But anyway, so we were just listening to Drake's new album <laughs> in the studio over there, and something that I wanted to talk about. Just this could be a very brief conversation, which is why I'm bringing it down. Drake and the Pusha T beef was. In like April 2018, it is five years later, and we are still getting little Drake subliminals towards Pusha T. Now, a quick reminder on that timeline, Pusha T dropped his track Infrared on his album Daytona. It's it's very light work against Drake. Really some subliminals too. It's nothing that crazy, but everyone was saying, you know, Drake diss track, Jake, Drake diss track. And Drake dropped Drake, Drake, Drake. <laughs> Drake so dropped Duppy Freestyle, which was a push a T diss. A good diss, in my opinion. And then Pusha T just fucking annihilated him. He exposed the birth of his son <laughs> to the public. That that, that would have been the craziest comeback of all time. I'm not even gonna lie. That shit was fucking. That is totally place. savage. And Drake was trying to announce his son with an, a Nike deal. <laughs> and Pusha T basically blew that shit up. Yeah. When he did that, he was calling his dad some crazy shit. He's calling his mom some crazy shit. Yeah. He's making fun of his producer for uh, having a debilitating disease. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking cruel, man. And then Drake just stopped. 
It, but since then, he's been dropping these little lines here and there where he's still fucking talking about this shit. And on a new album, he said, uh, I pull up to, with Virginia and chill. And that's a double entendre because Pusha T is from Virginia and his girl's name is Virginia. He's still fucking talking about this shit. What do y'all think about that? I mean, he did do some fuck shit. Yeah, that was pretty fucked. I could get still being upset but, about it. But talking about it in your music, I mean, at least it's not on, on mass, you know? It's just little yeah. things like that. But I do think it's just typical Drake stuff of just beef into beef. Yeah. I don't know how you all feel about, like, the rules in this track. Yeah. But I feel like when Pusha drops that diss or he fucks Drake's whole shit up and Drake does not respond to that with another song after he's already responded, don't you kind of forfeit the right to... Say anything now. To keep talking yeah. about it when you duck the fight in the first place? Wasn't the whole thing, too, there, he had a talk with, what, it was like Jay Prince or something. Yes. And Jay Prince was like, it's not worth it. Yeah, this OG was the peacemaker in the situation. You take, you take the high road, you can't go back and, and decide. Yeah, because that's not the high road. road. Yeah. So, but... what? <sighs> that's like that's like if you got into a scuffle with somebody, and you have your boys pull hold you back, and you're like, hold me back. you you lucky that I'm not able to get at you. Yeah. When it's like, bro, you fucking... Some real fake shit. I don't understand. This is this is ancient history at this point. This yeah, is the I thing. So it's like either. fucking move on. He bodied you. However, you could give him a million yeah, subliminals. You, you it respond. does not matter. I mean, what else can Drake rap about that the people care about now? Though? None. He's so detached. I think that's really where where we're at. Everything. Every album he's come out since like fucking Scorpion, bro. He's been about fucking rapping about women. Yeah. yeah. But and then. And then some other shit. Back in the day, and it's that not was... even like it's not like it's not like when he's rapping about women too, though. That like, it's it's like something we can relate to. But back in the day, he wrote a lot of songs that were accessible because they were talking about you know relationships and women, and it was yeah. all caption worthy stuff. And <laughs> yeah, and he's I still feel like he can do that, but I don't agree with you that he does that. I think rapping about fucking bitches isn't the same thing as what he used to do where he's yeah. talking about no, but how he got his heart broke and how she was like fucked that, up. That's what I'm big. saying. Because we can relate to that. We can relate to getting a heart That's broke. That's what I'm saying. Broke. He yeah. still goes through that. I don't understand why he can't still do that. Because yeah. Yeah. some rappers eventually there are rappers that are able to have serious longevity but there's also people that run out of shit to talk about. Eminem's mm-hmm. a good example of that where for sure. he, he's been rapping for so long he doesn't really care what he's doing. And he's just released so about. much too yeah. that it's like you yeah. kind of, if you burn through what you have to say quickly by releasing a bunch of albums quickly, uh-huh. you're yeah. going to run out of shit to three talk about. Three classics in three years. Yeah. Right, exactly. exactly. And plus you hear Eminem. And he's Eminem. had ten albums since then. Right. Yeah. So. You hear Eminem talking about how by the time he got to recovery, like the, the rage was gone. Yeah. And that's what yeah. blew, that's what blew him up. So if yeah. what blew you up, yeah, is being gone, being like a mad energy, yeah, yeah. it's kind of hard yeah. to like really change. He still kind of did it. I mean, do you do you think that ahead. that's uh, maybe a sign of Drake's change of mentality? Probably, I think so. Because he definitely used to be a little care. more like he's got a sad boy. Like, but it's kind of weird because like 
he has a child now, so you'd think that yeah. would soften him up, but now he's trying to act hard. Yeah, now he's trying to act like he's big. Big bad Drake. Yeah. Big bad Aubrey. Exactly. Uh, and every time you hear him rapping about women now, it's about how, just, so just on this new album, I don't remember what song, first five, one of the first five songs, it has this whole part about how the girl's mad at Drake because she flew coach instead of first class. Uh, it's like, bro, I'm Jesus not, Christ. I'm not flying bitches first class, bro. So, like, <laughs> this doesn't mean anything to me, so... Pierce, we are on the record. <laughs> uh, Just so everyone knows. <laughs> In case you thought I could, I can't. Another rapper who's kind of publicly said that he's had recent problems finding content yeah. in his new state of mind is Schoolboy Q. Mm. Oh, I don't really? know if you all saw this, I but, did not hear that. When but was that? He, he talked about, he was in an interview, and he talked about how his last album kind of had him feeling soulless because he's kind of at a point where he's always been gangster rap. Yeah. And now he's fucking a decade plus removed from the street, and he doesn't feel like that's still, that's not who he is now. For sure. Unlike Drake, you know, he settled down, he's, you know, a got young, a kid that a he fucking, takes to soccer practice yeah, and stuff. Yeah, a good fucking person, yeah. Yeah. So, so he doesn't feel real spit that same gangster shit that he used to, so. Yeah, I'd be curious. Do you think he's going to release another album? Because mm-hmm. if he does, I bet it's going to be fire now. Because Crash Talk was good. I like Crash Talk, but I mean, I mean, that came out when, though? So that was not a day. 2019. 2019, yeah. <laughs> good call. So, Still a little, still not as removed as he is now, but obviously, like you just said, it had him feeling soulless. Yeah, so it's probably, this next album will probably be better than if he's yeah. if he's come to terms with that. Yeah, no, it's it, funny because it, earlier I yeah. was listening to Collard Greens. Oh, yeah. Like it, it just came on in my car. It's a good one. That's crazy. And that's like prime time. Is he? Ne- he's know? probably he's probably almost next up. Dude, people forget that at a certain point in time, Schoolboy he was huge. Yes, he was man. Shit like Collard Greens, uh, Man of the Year, Studio, mm-hmm. all that was on the same fucking album. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's that's the kind of album that, you know, really gets yeah. you places is just banger after banger. Yeah, that was his, kind of his version of Good Kid, Mad City, where mm-hmm. you just got so many classic totally hit songs in there that it's just overpowered. You, every what time, am I looking up? Every time oh, yeah. you, uh, you start this podcast... Just how I did, you should uh, have that, just like Lil Wayne does for his verse, you should open a, a beer bottle. <laughs> but that would that would force me to drink a bottle for of beer the, the every episode. Every episode. Wow. Yeah. Hey, sure I got enough beer it? in my fridge right now to do that for the foreseeable future. Ne- next time you tell me to do a take, <laughs> next time you ask my take on something, I'm going to open this. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to stay silent from now on until my take. Do you have a song in mind? Uh, I do. Okay. Once again, I'm going to do what I did last time. Well, I picked the last song I added. Pierce is just on here every episode, and he gets to play the song every well, time. I'm doing it. I know it's going to be good. Yeah. Just afterwards, I got a song just, to play. Because if you start playing mid, then we're going to kick you off the ox. Well, and I've never played mid, have I? Never, play, never played mid. Whips and chains like American <laughs> slaves. That's on mic. Uh, that, one, that one is recorded, actually, so... Oh, cut it, cut it. Oh no, let me cut it. Preston, cut that in post. Just actually Tell you what, you whip delete your dick the entire out and episode. Rub your mic with rub the mic with it, then I'll be we'll take it out. Okay, Harvey Weinstein. Jesus. Kevin Spacey would probably be Wait, more wait, that was that. on the mic too. I guess I have to do it too. Oh no. <laughs>
That was Chameleon by Herbie Hancock. Herbie Hancock? You've uh, talked about him before. I did. I, think I, so. I don't think I did. Not but, on the uh, podcast. Yeah. No, not on the podcast. But, but uh, Thundercat. Yes. He put me on. Now, funnily enough, I actually I have watched this video before, but I just recently watched it again where it's like his favorite bass lines, and that was one of them. Nice. And uh, yeah, so shout out to Thundercat. So that's a 15 minute big, song. Shout yeah. out Thundercat. All instrumental. Yeah. So that's sick. Is that the type of song you would listen to when you're just like chilling or like. I, I feel would, like that would be a good study yeah, song. Yeah. For me. Yes, I would never actually like really listen. Just, just vibing around the house. Yeah, that's a, that's the type of song you put on when there's like hella people over, and yeah. it really doesn't matter what you're playing. There's yeah, it's music just music in the yeah. background. Yeah. If anything, that would be better for it because uh, you can actually talk over it. There's no you words, know. yeah. As opposed to uh, like that's what they would do at house parties back in the day. You know, they would just play some instrumental shit at you know. Upscale, yeah. Off the megaphone. That that sounds like some fucking rich boy shit playing some like. It definitely is. Yeah, but Herbie Hancock. I don't think I've ever talked to him about you though. Talk. How do I know the name? No one else would talk to me about Herbie Hancock. Well, he would. Do you know Herbie Hancock? Okay, maybe it was you. Cause yeah, it wasn't me. So it was a lot of his shit instrumental. Stuff. No, well, he's the bassist, right? Yes. So, uh, he, he would be, like, if he, if he was on a song that you know, like, with lyrics, he's not, like, the name on it. Right. So. But, I'm sure he does have songs with lyrics on it. I, to be honest, I don't know. I sound like an uncultured person, but I, I really don't know. So. You can just hear a song and like it and not know too much about a person. Yeah, but I feel like he, I should know more about Herbie Hancock. Because I'm a producer. That's funny, like, because I make music, I feel like I should know a lot about music. I really don't know that much. The thing about producers, they don't put the feature thing in there, which is why I like this generation of feature t- uh, uh, producer tags in the beginning of the song, so I actually know who the fuck makes a beat. Because someone like this, I mean, what if I've heard a hundred songs that he's helped with the production, but I just didn't know it because it doesn't say featuring Herbie Hancock. Yeah. I mean, but that's just how how it it is, though, nowadays. Now it's more about, like, you know, making your money as an independent person. You know? Like, Thundercat, the thing about all the songs that actually had Thundercat saying featuring Thundercat, when he's probably playing a pretty similar, similar role yeah. as Herbie Hancock was... I was. Uh, I would also say a lot of songs don't say featuring Thundercat. Yeah, I was listening to an Alchemist song earlier. That's all instrumental, and it's just Alchemist like producing an instrumental album. Does he even? He doesn't have a tag, right? Does he ever have a tag? He's the. I don't believe so. He's the kind of. I don't. I've never had a tag. I don't even really know if I want a tag. I would rather say I'm featured than have a tag. I don't really care about having a tag. But, I mean, some people, like, it's uh, it can be a very fantastic business decision. What's Look cool, at Metro. What's cool about the Alchemist, even though he has so many different, like, styles that he can do, like, a lot of times when when you hear the song start, you're like, yep. Alchemist. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I'd rather be known for it. And, and you could. For a sound. Or there yeah. will be, like, project names, too, mm-hmm. on Alchemist albums, where it's like, 
like this one with Action Bronson, it's just food villain. Yeah. And it's just alchemist and other artists and Action Bronson and yeah, that's that, to me like to that. me that as a producer that's the hot, that like if you can start just producing albums with artists and just have that album that so and fun. have the album under your name. That's literally just like that sounds like the fucking most fun yeah. shit ever, bro. Because you just get to have artists that you fuck with on for a song, and then yeah. you get to have creative control. Yeah, of the exactly, and you're like, and you can tell them. You know, obviously you're not gonna be like you're gonna do exactly this, mm-hmm. but but you get to use yeah, their skill set. You have you, for you get your to lead direction. That sounds so fun. Yeah. Like if I if I like had like produced a whole song, and I'm like, okay, J Cole's right here. Fucking Alchemist isn't on that level where you can just get J Cole on his thing, but. So, do you believe that what DJ Khaled does has some talent behind it? Well, I don't know if D- what DJ Khaled's actually doing, besides slapping your name on it. Well, he's got to do what you were saying, as far as you... But know. How, mu- how much of the producing is he actually doing? He's not producing it, but he's the one getting the people in the room together, or maybe not even in the room together, getting the verses and putting them onto the song together. Because that's probably a lot of the time what he does... I mean, I don't know about. I mean, yeah, it doesn't take a lot of talent though to to bring some, you know, to make a good song with some of the best artists of your generation. The talent from that comes from the grind it took to get all that money. That's what that's where the talent is in that. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what DJ Khaled's doing. I don't even know if he's. I don't know if he. What's the last? I don't know if he's even actually legitimately produced a song in the past fucking five six years. But he has the money to bring in the artists. And has the pull to bring in the artist as well as uh, the, the the times where he does do so. I feel like is when he gets people together that wouldn't otherwise make a song together. Yes, like yes. I think Wild Thoughts, uh, Rihanna and Bryson Tiller. I don't think that that's a collab that happens if if someone's not saying, "Oh, that would sound fire together. Let's make that happen." Or like... Oh, I already opened it. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) I forgot I did. Another example would be like, I Got the Keys, Future, and Jay-Z. That's that's a collaboration that would never happen if it was just up to Future or Jay-Z. Yeah. You know what I mean. Anyways, I just think that's interesting to talk about because I feel like DJ Cal is controversial by a lot of people just as far as, you know, he makes... A ton of money off of these people, but does he actually fucking do anything? <laughs> and it's a valid debate. I'm not saying that you're wrong necessarily. I don't know. I don't know if he does. He just brings it together. He just makes it happen. But the thing about how many, like fucking Diddy, I feel like that's kind of obviously Diddy is a producer. But like, think of how many times he probably didn't even produce a song and just brought two people together. Yeah. There's talent in that for sure. Or like uh, Rick Rubin. Yeah. It's probably another... Rick Rubin doesn't even bring people together, though, does he? People pay Not Rick even. Rubin to be in the room. That's literally it. Yeah. To me, the talent in what Rick Rubin does is the fucking fact that that's what he gets paid for, is to just be there and give his opinion. Yeah. He gets paid that's sick, to give his <laughs> fucking opinion, bro. Yeah, you get paid to be in the studio and bob your head to it. Just vibe like this. I see what you're doing. He literally yeah. gets, Thank you, Sensei. He literally gets paid just for fucking input. And he, I mean, but That's granted, cool. he did produce all that shit for the Beastie Boys and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I mean, not that I listened to it, but still, you know, obviously there is all that. But I mean, to, uh, yeah, that's why though. Like, he's a person that I don't not necessarily like praise for his talent in the studio, but I just praise for their, you know, like that. Like that's the place I want to be at. 
where you fucking pay me just to be there. <laughs> Did he say he had some news? News, news. Only news, news is like Palestine, Israel shit. And yeah, I what's going on with that? You, I know, you don't know? I know not a fucking thing so about I know Israel. Israel you know? I know the only thing I know is that Israel declared war on Hassan. Was that what it was yeah. Who's Hassan? And a terrorist group. It's oh. a Palestinian military racist. organization. They were elected locally by people on mm-hmm. the Gaza Strip. So not necessarily a terrorist organization, but more so a democratically elected military represent like militant government basically elected by people on in Gaza. So, so by Palestinians. For them to just decide they can just declare war because of events that have been ongoing, honestly, like that group has existed for a while and has been committing attacks against Israel because they're occupying and basically putting Palestinians into a open-air prison with just, you know, some apartments and shit in there. Yeah, I I, otherwise, they're surrounded by fucking walls. Yeah, that's some... And there are constant... Uh, there's a constant presence from Israeli soldiers. Yeah. That's something I wish I was more well-versed on. It's basically apartheid. Yeah. What, what the fuck's going on in, in the Middle East, especially the Gaza Strip? Well, so part of it is that... Uh, I, I think shit. I think part of why it's being presented a certain way on the news is that Hassan is a Muslim group and that for a long time the U.S. has backed Israel. Uh, That's true. And Trump did. And and we have continuously. Has Biden said anything about this? I don't Or about Israel in general? I'm sure. I have not heard. I have not seen anything. I know that there's probably a public statement. Biden's words are Biden's words. Yeah, exactly. There's a government statement. This is one of those uh, times I wish Dale was in the studio. Someone who's a history major could really shed some light, well, but uh, I know that damn. kind of the beginning of the shit over there was, I think, the peace treaty of, like, World War Two. Yeah. I think, recognized Israel, Israel as, a country. as, like, its own thing. Yeah, when, but basically then, before internet, that, it wasn't. Well, it's weird, because basically, after that point, they their borders were helped established by the EU, basically. So, it's sort of like it was forced to be a, acknowledged as a country and shit. And that's mm-hmm. part of like yeah. there being Gaza and shit like that there because there's there's, there's a minority group over the area for a long time. Yeah, that has been it's, well, bro, it's, it's biblical, since biblical been, times. Yeah, it's holy. It's holy land for a lot of people, like Muslims, Jewish yeah. people. I mean, they're all Abrahamic is. religions. They all have the yeah. same so, source, basically. So Christianity because of that, and Islam, Islam is some, basically extended Christianity. Yeah. Was well, it? I wouldn't know that, but yeah. Was no, part it, of the it Crusades? They just have they have all the same prophets, all the same shit. They just have a different. Was they part have an the, additional prophet? Was part of the it, Crusades about that? that, that Jesus or, is just a prophet, though, right? And yeah, you know, he's not the Messiah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Muhammad is. Muhammad basically is. Yeah. Sorry. No, we're. I mean, that's valid. No, that's technical points. Ass. I don't know a lot about religion. <laughs> okay. What's, um. What's the science news? So. Science news is. We brushed over that. Yeah, let's just. It definitely wasn't a brush over. We definitely talked about. We that we really. covered. That's I our coverage. It's a on. it's a complex issue. It's not being represented the best by mass media. That's another thing too. Is I hear a lot of stuff. Yeah. But it's all through our U.S. Well, media. I mean, it's just weird because U.S. media is representing stuff in a very U.S. media way, yeah. and so there's some points where they're talking about. Soldiers and civilians in Israel being killed, but then they're talking about that their phrasing will be uh, Palestinians shot. It won't say killed. It'll or or shit like that. Yeah. 
where it's a very specific. Isn't yeah, that funny it's how very little, detached. How little things subliminally change. But shot is different. They shot is killed, yeah. is less final. Yeah, less like you hey, know, yeah, less a bad them. look. For sure. But then there's also videos of them fucking bombing civilian like apartment buildings, like residential buildings. Who Israel? Yes. So oh, yeah. Same thing, bro. Once and they, they basically said, you have 30 minutes to clear the building. It's one of a billion situations that we've created for ourselves where really the best thing to do from the jump was saying, you know, my name's Ben and I'm not in it. Yeah. Because it's just, neither side is right, you know, in a war. It's also what, like we were talking about, is the nobody situation else we kind of created. Yeah. So, so we're kind of, you know, forced to talk about it. Well, and as, it's fucked because it's basically like internationally. This is going to get a lot of attention from a lot of countries. Yeah. And so... World War Three, let's go. Let's get <laughs> right, it. Right, right. Every time... I mean, that's what people are talking about. Ukraine and shit like that. And now we have multiple wars going on. And apparently, if we're talking about what Biden has said, they might actually just support Israel. My nuts just dropped, by the way. Yeah, that was that sound. Um, they, Do you all think I would be a good soldier? No. <sighs> Would it I be sense. the last person they call? You're, you're the dude Aren't you that, flat-footed? No, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're the dude. You're the Would dude. that still get me out of it? I want. It no, might get no, you out of the draft. No, it won't get you out of it, dude. No, that's like it did back like, in the day. Yeah, it's like World War Two, bro. If even. But but what's the difference? The, between, the government can't but, afford Doctor Scholes. <laughs> but what's the difference between uh, back in the day and today? I'm still flat-footed. Still the, fucking the fucking hurts. The shoes. They just put shoes with arches. They just make you have an arch. You know why they didn't? You know why? I have they some answers to my shoes right now. You want to see flat-footed? them? Yeah. Y'all want to see the answers to my shoe right now? How flat footed are you? Oh my god, it's gonna be the most fucked shit. Oh, that's just a regular sole. That's it, just that it is, is that's it is, stock. It is not a regular sole because it is. Uh, that came with a shoe. No, it didn't. <laughs> it looks like it did. <laughs> it may look like it did, but it doesn't. You know what this is made of? It looks like cork. What? It is it is made of cork. Damn. So I went to this. If anyone actually cared, they could DM me. I could tell them the place that I got it. But basically, Dump. they they uh, put your, your shit in yeah. some yeah. They put your shit in some sand, and they basically get a mold of your foot, and they basically make the shit around. And so since so I've been not- wearing these, my feet have felt a lot better. So as long as the feds can afford Doctor Shaw's, you could serve. You're not flat-footed, then. That has an arch in it. No, it doesn't. Arch. Just because I, I, it's got. Like, I have a very little arch. Dog, this one spot. Arch. Put your foot down on the floor right now. Dog, you have an arch. That's not a flat foot. That's literally not a flat foot. <laughs> you, you, you see the type of conversations we have <laughs> where Pierce just says something wrong with conviction. <laughs> that is not a flat fucking foot, dude. That's the same as my fucking foot. That is... I'm not even gonna argue. I'm you not even what? gonna argue with you. You know what? This I, is the I, I received, I received my comments. Had. I received my comments. That is not the same as my foot. <laughs> it's not the same. Have it. Uh, people with flat feet have a little bit of arch, unless they're like my. But that's just the very outside. Who yeah, completely true. has a flat foot. I do not have a fully flat foot, but it is a flat foot. <laughs> it's pretty flat. Do you know why? What else gets you out of the draft? Do you know why I'm flat-footed? No, do you know why they didn't recruit flat-footed people? Why? Well, do you, no, 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 nothing else. Oh, I thought it was him <laughs> trying to teach me history. No, no, I do, I do know. I do know Well, why. then tell me. I don't fucking know. Well, it's just because your foot's a lot less efficient. Like, if you have an arch of your foot, the arch of your foot is what literally what const- basically constitutes athleticism. True. Bro. 
Because if you have a strong arch, that means you have a strong foot. If you have a strong foot, you're efficient. Like, your, your running is way more efficient. Your sprinting is way more effective. Less likely to hurt yourself. Yeah, and you're, you're less likely to have knee issues. So... Because if you have foot issues, you're definitely going to have knee issues. And if you have knee issues, you have hip issues. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really... All your joints are kind of connected like yeah. that, though. If something all, else is fucked up, all my problems are bottom up, up for you real. Need some strong feet, man. All my problems are bottom up for real. Everyone's yeah. problems are bottom up. Here's how I'm going to transition. And they try to, they try to start it from the top, too. Here's how I'm going to transition to this conversation. So, on Twitter, I saw everybody hype about the Louisville game. I saw a lot of excitement. And just spliced in there, people were saying, pray for Israel. <laughs> so I was seeing that, and I didn't know a fucking thing about it, because it happened, like, in the same time yeah, where I'm, people started talking about it. I was like, okay. I'm <laughs> totally of the perspective of just, like, let international affairs be international affairs. Like, the U.S. shouldn't just say, I'm going to back this side. That's just morally there's questionable. More, I feel like there's more to it than that, but yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of Americans have that point of view now of like let's yeah. stop fucking with people, but we do have to. Take I mean, we spent twenty years. We can't act like we're on not a global twenty power. plus years on a war just to lose it. You know, billions of dollars just to fucking lose it, and, and now we're just funding Ukraine, dude. Already, so I don't know how true this is. I really don't. So take this with a grain of salt. But apparently, we accidentally sent like an extra six billion. I don't know Ukraine. if it was an accident, bro. Uh, no, they literally had to like get get it back. Apparently, we literally accidentally sent. I mean, we six also extra lost billion. a fighter jet recently. Oh yeah, I heard about that too. And but shit they like it. that. They found it. They found it. I don't know if they found. No, it. they did. It was over. Uh, it it landed in some dude's backyard. Oh shit! And this dude literally was like, "Yeah, I heard this like weird. There's it's a it's a funny video actually. The dude's the I literally I heard like this like." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck was that? And then it was literally the fucking plane that they lost. Holy shit. So did you hear about that? The dude, oh. the dude ejected from this, like, fucking, like, F, whatever, rat yeah. or something, bro. Some and, the, and the plane just kept going. And they had no idea where it went. But they found it because of that guy. Don't they got fucking GPSs in them bitches? Yeah, I know they the cost a billion saying, dollars. They literally like, should have a black box. Like, that's what that's for. Well, I mean, Malaysia. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. But this was over our soil. Like, you'd think... Yeah, that's extra you'd, nuts. You'd think you would know, we would know where that went, but... I don't know what conversation you all thought <laughs> no, I was the transitioning into. I definitely wasn't trying to transition a conversation about Israel in the Middle East into another conversation about Israel in the Middle East. This isn't about the Middle East. This is about... No, nah, this is just about... Just randomly our government. They literally had to be like... Can I get my ball out of your yard? <laughs> anyway, go you will go. The beginning of the day, me and Preston went to the St. James Art Fair over on 4th Street. That was our pregame. Yeah. That was the pregame before the pregame. Yeah. Uh, and I was a little concerned because there were a lot of people wearing green there. Fucking Notre Dame, man. Ew. Well, we went into the stadium... It was a fucking sold-out crowd. It was the most people that have ever been in Cardinal Stadium. It was 59,000. It was an all-time record. And not only did we beat the top-ten-ranked Notre Dame team, we beat the fucking shit out of them. In the fourth quarter, we absolutely destroyed them. We scored, like, 20 points, and we were up, like, 30-something to 13. Yeah, 33. 
And at that point, they were just stat padding because the game was already fucking over. We held the best running back by yards in college football to 22 yards. That's crazy. I didn't even think about that. Number seven, uh, Ellington, or uh, what was his name? No, it was more like cooler than that. It sounded cooler than that. You're close. It's not Ellington. It's like, uh, it sounds more foreign. You're you're so close. It's E something. Yeah, L. Uh, fuck. He was the top. Estimate. One. Estimate. He was the top. He was the top running back. Isn't that a good name? Yeah. He was the top so running back though. By yards, he had the most yards. Dang. So, but did you and know? We locked his ass up. I don't know about after this game, after this last week, but UK had the top runner in the SEC before the Georgia game. Before the Notre Dame game, I don't know if we still do or not, we had the top running back in the ACC in terms of yards. You know how many games that Notre Dame's won against ACC opponents in a row? You know what streak we just broke? Like 30. Oh, yeah. Notre Dame had beaten 30 ACC opponents in a row, and we just broke that. That's kind of nuts. Crazy. And I stormed the motherfucking field. Y'all want to see a video of me on the field? Yes. That's just nuts because it's like... Did you see Jack Harlow? (laughs) <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you dap him up? Say, hey, I wanted to. My boy Pierce got some beats for you. That's what you should say. Yeah. I'm playing. I don't even think I have beats for Jack Harlow like that. I don't think you're that heavy. Look how fat you out there. Bro, so did you hear... Okay, this is off topic. But did you hear Jack Harlow doesn't like cakes on his songs? Interesting. That is off topic. No, I did not hear that. So I don't think I... I'd have to... Go out of my pocket to producer Jack Harlow, but I would Jack Harlow. If you're listening to if this, listening. Jack. But anyway, I know people. Shout out to fucking Jack Louisville. Harlow. That was the most satisfying win we've had since Lamar Jackson was at Louisville. Honestly, yeah. But even when Lamar Jackson was here, the satisfying win that season would have been against Clemson, but we still lost. Yeah. Still a good fire game, even though we lost insane fucking games because yeah, we literally nice. could have won that. I wouldn't have given a fuck about dabbing up Jack Harlow, mm-hmm. but if I could have uh, found Donovan Mitchell in there and taken a picture with him, was he in the crowd? Damn, that would have been goals. Yeah, Damn. but the whole Cavs team was there. How the yeah, fuck so. did he pull that off? It was like, hey guys, let's go to my college. They were like, sure, bro, whatever. Yeah, why not? I guess because it's somewhat close, but Cleveland's fucking far. Yeah, it is. I guess not for an NBA team though. Uh, they're used to flying. Everywhere. Another stat that I like is that we're ranked 14th in the nation now, which is the highest we've been since that Lamar Jackson year. Preston, we gotta get you out to a lot of these games sometimes. Sure. Because uh, you don't even have to give a fuck about football. It's no, just, you can just drink and enjoy it's yourself just, and be loud. The, the energy in the stadium was yeah. insane. Now, I was I was hugging random strangers. Yeah. It, it was like that. Yeah. It was just because it's like holy dude. shit! Did UofL just win, dude? That's that's UofL really fan, that's dude, really the feeling because so it's been so long. Yeah, you know, people don't understand how hard it has been to be a UofL yeah. fan. I don't think. I mean, I, if you're into sports, you know, but like if you're if you're not, like you don't understand the fucking the allegations against our fucking basketball team and fucking shit put us down the shitter for so long with our basketball, which is what we were really known for, to be honest. Because mm-hmm. I feel like Kentucky's a basketball state. And then fucking football, we've been shit since Lamar. Even ah, yeah, for yeah, sure. we had we've that, been shit ever we, since Lamar left. We have been shit. We had that one glimpse of like, this is what it can be like when 
were actually good. You know, this is what it can actually be like. And since then, we got uh, Petrino out of here. We've had Satterfield for the past few years. Fucking Cincinnati paid us $3.5 million for our coach from last year. And you know how many games they won? I think they're like 3-3. Three and three. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's... I don't want to shit on Satterfield, but uh, I I'm glad we have Jack Brom. Bro, and shout out to Ramon Perrier. I, I had classes with him, uh, I think, like, almost all... I think just maybe, like, two or three years at Eastern. But, yeah, he was a quiet guy. But he's a beast on the field now. I think he's a redshirt senior, so I think this is his last year. Fucking, I hope he goes to the NFL, man. That'd be lit. I didn't know him like that, but it is cool that I had classes with him. He had a huge sack yes, in that game. he did. And we're talking about... This guy who was a walk-on a year ago, I think he's on scholarship now. But shout-out to him, man. Yes. E- Eastern High School represent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's funny, too, because our football team was always terrible. Always terrible. At Eastern, not, not Was he on the football team? I guess he'd yeah. have to be. Yeah, well, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, he was stupid, on the football team. <laughs> Stupid-ass question. But, but yeah. you're right. Fucking, I was just so disinterested in high school football. And that would have been a benefit of going to a different school if yeah, I could actually... I never even went to a football game, bro. I never really? went to a football game. You never went to one? What? We were fucking shitty yeah, we constantly. Were but, hey, we still had some good games. We had one good game against uh, Ballard where... Oh my, I don't even know who's the coach now. But the, they we were losing the game. With like three minutes left, bro, against Ballard. But if we had scored, we would have been winning the game. And he decided to punt it because it was fourth down. It's like, bro, what? And I, I still remember, I don't know, I, I, it's such a big memory in my mind where after the game, the players were just like, bro, why the fuck did we not go for it? It's like, this is our rival. Ballard's our rival. It's worse shit anyway. You might as well fucking go for it. Didn't go for it. Still remember that to this day. There was also a game that um, uh, our friend almost got in a fight. Damn. Who? Mason. I could see it. Yeah. He was a shithead back then. <laughs> do, you, do you know who he was like that? No, I didn't. Think yeah, that. I didn't think so. That's funny how that works. For everyone that, that doesn't know about this, me and Louie had a class junior year together. Yeah. I can't even recollect him being in that class. <laughs> And now we're homies. Come senior year when our friend Ben linked us up. If this means anything to anybody. But even even us becoming friends in senior year, though, we weren't, we weren't friends in school. We were only friends outside of school, which is funny. It's weird how that works. Well, we didn't have any classes together like that. No, we didn't. You were always in the AP and shit. I was, I was not. You were with the badass kids. Well, I wouldn't say that, <laughs> I guess. You were with the kids that were huffing glue 15 minutes <laughs> in the class. Huffing glue. I had a couple AP classes. I think I had three wow. or four in total. Wow. I had quite the tumultuous... Are you going to put that on your resume? <laughs> quite the tumultuous high school ac- academic career. Yeah. I had. A, I didn't... I was in advanced classes. I was only in a couple AP classes. See, that's funny. I either had honors, Did which you? for... for for Kentucky, for JCPS, honors is like the the lower level. Yeah. 
But then there's also like comp. Yeah, I wasn't in comp. I was never yeah. in comp. But I had honors classes, so it goes AP advanced honors comp. I was right. always in honors classes or the the uh, uh, very few AP. I never had any for them advanced. college credits. Yeah, but I didn't use. What any the fuck? Yeah. That's so strange. Yeah, it is weird. Isn't it? Did he hear what he just said? Yeah. No advanced classes. Just, I had one just honors and AP. AP. Honors. One advanced yeah. sophomore year. That's, That's the only fun. advanced class I had. I had a drop. It might have been just advanced. It could have been AP math at Eastern. I didn't know you could drop a class. In you can just school. switch to the oh, okay. honors version. Nice, 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 nice. It yeah. was fucked, dude. Yeah. She was trying to cover way too much in like one class day. Basically, every week you'd have a quiz, and if you passed, it was like you you covered the material that you needed to cover, and you were yeah. moving on to a different topic yeah. the next week immediately. Like, there's no. A- another person I want to shout out. Now we're talking about AP and Eastern. Shout out Mr. Hare. He's dead now. He died. Uh, not that long ago. It was like three years ago, something like that. I love Best teacher I ever had. I was actually just about to bring him up because I always took advanced classes instead of the AP classes because I was just like, you know, I don't really give a fuck about college credit and that just sounds like it's about to be harder. <laughs> and in 10th grade history, you know, Preston knows this. I had Mr. Gillum. Hey, I had mean, him hey, too. And I walk in and he's like, yeah, you all are in the easy class, bro. We're just going to be chilling in here. We're that's, gonna be that's, talking. A, that's exactly and, what he told us. Too, and, yeah. and I'm about to be a slave driver to the fucking AP kids. And I'm like, well, I'm glad <laughs> I chose advanced. And then I was using that same logic in 11th grade. And I had advanced uh, uh, U.S. history instead yeah. of the AP. And I walked into Mr. Class's, Mr. Hare's class and he was... Just like, welcome to hell. <laughs> yeah, I teach this like an AP class. I'm not taking shit from nobody. Yeah. You know what's crazy about Mr. Hare? So my dad's a teacher. Uh, and he actually, he taught my dad. Like he, My dad studied under him when he was becoming a teacher. Oh, wow. And That's awesome. And he taught my both of my brothers at Eastern, too. So he had all the, the Wells boys. <laughs> For generations, and then yeah. I, and then so he thought he thought I was gonna be some crazy student, and I just turned out to be yeah, sh- a shitty yeah. Student. Your older yeah. brothers and sister are just <laughs> actually smart. Yeah. My Hol- <laughs> Hol- Holden, who's now a fucking, he has a PhD in math, so he's a fucking doctor, smart ass. And uh, Emerson, Emerson, Emerson was always a fucking fantastic student in school, and my dad, I'm sure, was a, a good understudy, and then came me. <laughs> I'm sure he was like You're smart too You just were never A good student Yeah That's why my dad Dude my parents Fucking were always Just like bro Like if you were Trying hard We wouldn't care If you got bad grades But like bro <laughs> You gotta fucking Try here bro Like we know You're not that Fucking stupid But uh, I I guess You know Theoretically Technically I was that stupid Yeah Mr. Hare was awesome He I, I'll never forget this He had these things That he just Always used to say Uh he would have, like, a test every week, and it would be like, bruh, this is so extra. But I also had lunch in the middle of the period, so need I say more? <laughs> uh, but before every test, he would say, blue or black ink only, happy colors make me sad, pencil will make you cry. <laughs> I remember that, I remember that. And you know what, he, he brought up two, like, fundamental questions that like, I still ask myself to this day. 
of why why do we learn history? And everyone's answer is always so we can learn from our mistakes. And he's like, that's the most bullshit answer you can give. <laughs> and then the one was like, do you think that school should be, should still be teaching in this way where you you know is kind of rotate to classes like a like a car at a factory? That's the, like the analogy he always makes. That's a fair way to put it. He, and he's like, are we are we still should we still teach in this kind of like the old way? That's you're giving what, yeah. a fraction I mean, of your only, attention he, he every phrased, day. Yeah, he phrased the question like, "This is dumb. We should yeah. change this." What if you just had like a class for a portion of the school year? Yeah, and and it was all you thought about for a couple of months, uh-huh. and then the next couple of months a different subject. Yeah, you could have some base like to break up your day. Mm-hmm. You could have some extracurricular or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like a different language isn't gonna fuck up your ability to learn fucking uh-huh. history. Yeah, but like. If you're taking physics and then you're doing math, you basically have two fucking math classes. Uh huh. You know. Yeah, exactly. That's a hundred percent true. But uh, yeah, he. But bro, because of him, bro, I like completely ch- changed like the view I have on like how I view history. Obviously, because of that mm-hmm. question and just like just humanity in general. Really, best teacher I ever had. Best teacher I will ever have. In terms, the of history the, classes at Eastern were good, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I like Mr. Gillum a lot. Mr. Gillum was dope too. Uh, What'd you say? Oh, so you had that that lunch in for Mr. Gill or Mr. Hare, so you could cheat in between. That's really funny. I so I can't do it. Tests were hard as fuck. Sometimes I would be asking people questions. I'd be like, "Bro, I had no idea what the fuck (laughs) he's even referencing." And he he asked questions that you can't even Google, bro. Yeah, bro. So I had Mr. Gillum the year prior sophomore year where I had lunch too, and you know what he would do? He would break the test up. So you wouldn't, so you weren't able to cheat, which if I was a teacher, I probably would do too. Yeah. Just fuck the students. But yeah, smart ass. Yeah. I'm sorry we're going on this crazy Mr. Herod. You know, I feel like we're we're breaking this up in the way that the audience can. Attach. Yeah, I want to do a proper eulogy for yes. this man because I feel like he influenced my life as well. Another thing that he would always talk about in history was I forget what exactly he said, but it was basically. Be wary of the people that act like they know the mind of God. Yes, bro. I remember that, that too. That's something that you would always talk about because throughout history, all this awful shit is done. In the name of God. In the name of God. And it was a U.S. history class, so we talked about, you know, presidents, how they were always... Or Westward Expansion. Woodrow Wilson, bro. Yes, that that was one of them, for sure. yeah. And that's all that stays with me today because it makes me, I mean, you can't trust all those people preaching that God shit. Like, a lot of these fucking, like, the the preachers in, like, stadium churches that are basically yeah, for the internet and make billions of dollars off of it that are tax-exempt because they're a church. So, yeah. so for some reason, they don't churches are don't abide by the same rules as everybody else, which makes it the perfect money-making scheme There's a whole for sh- con men. Yeah, there's a whole show about that, too, that makes fun of that whole, like, evangelism thing. Is uh, It's the one with Danny McBride. I don't really know the name of the show. I wish I, I did. But, yeah, it's... That, that whole scene is odd, to say the least. And when you see some of the shit where they're like... uh donate money to us and we'll pray for you or whatever or yeah even better when when it'll be a thing where like the preacher like 
touches Bless their them. forehead yeah, and they start fucking like seizing and talking in tongues because yeah. they believe in this shit so much. Like, when the fuck? Okay, that I, shit blows my mind. I'm, 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 I'm turning this back. Uh, I'm already changing the subject again. I've been doing this a lot this episode. <laughs> but when is this new podcast studio coming up, bro? Like, is there a timeline on this? When I can when. get everything done so that it's soundproof. So you been just been like you like just working it. We kind of got the walls up and everything, and then there was like, I need a custom door. Okay. The there's a hole in the ceiling where I just need like some thin material that I can paint over okay. and patch it up. So you tore a wall down for it though. Yeah. They let you do that. It's my house. Oh, you own that? Yes. Wow. So it's a condo. I guess technically. You haven't been to my it's house. Yo, you have yeah, a new place. Yes, I have a new place. What? You've only been to my apartment. Oh no! Oh, see, I'm house. lost. I'm lost. I think I did know you had a new place. I just did. Yeah. I just haven't been there. I'll show you. That's funny as fuck. But his wife was telling me, like, you should help Preston with the studio. (laughs) And I'm like, can you imagine me, like, holding a hammer in, like, a construction hat? Fucking. It's good. It's good to be. Putting the shit together. Like, fuck, I look like. It's good to be good at what you're at and really bad at what you're not good at. Oh, I do actually. I, I definitely remember you showing me this. I just hadn't been there. Where's that at? So that's the. You said it's by Iroquois, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's right off of Woodlawn. I, that's the I studio in Norwood. I would name the road, but yeah. That's what's up, man. Spanish Court. Oh. It's like right off. Blur that out. Southern Parkway. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to have to bleep that. Have you ever thought about bleeping anything? I feel like that would add comedic value. Just bleep it. Like, you, like, you need to bleep like every other word of this sentence to make it sound like I'm talking about some fuck shit. Uh. That's what your bleep should be. Right or there. or it should be the beer can opening. It should go every time someone says something they shouldn't. <laughs> what time is it? I don't know. 4.30? No, you're close though. 4.11. We've been going for a minute. It's a good episode. You're going to have to edit some shit. I always do. But not a, I feel like not a whole lot. What is, is there, Has there been any episode where you haven't edited like almost anything? What, what episodes were those? I don't know. Were they good uh, just because the conversation was just fire? Uh, there might have been one or two episodes, like I said, of just me and Preston where we were just talking so excited so there wasn't any pauses. There wasn't really a lot for me to cut out. Yeah, we covered one. But a lot of times what I don't edit is just because I'm running up on a deadline and I'm doing school shit and I just got to get it ready for upload. Yeah. I can't really go through every second of it and cut out the coughs and the burps yeah. and the and <laughs> the uh, real nice and the racial slurs <laughs> did uh that, you know what's funny is you know what I noticed is the first episode you used my intro the intro was loud as fuck but you know I'm surprised you it, noticed that cause I was, I was it was an accident you, I was gonna tell you but I never ended up telling you but you fixed it on your own anyway so good shit it was an accident how'd you do that like what happened? I well, your intro is just so loud already. Yeah. I already have to turn it down. So I do. So that was a situation where I just didn't turn it down. It's the loudest intro I've ever given you for sure, one hundred percent. 
Nice. Did you notice that? Yes. The fucking ear the f- rate? Yes. You literally couldn't hear us talking through the intro. Yeah. I, so, like, to me, I was like, did he, like, intentionally was that do like, this? And, like, this was so like, I heard you talking so in the background, like, and I was like, what the fuck? So that was, like, the first episode of the season, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm so awful. <laughs> That's why we get a real editor in here. God damn it. I'm the talent. I shouldn't have to do this yeah, shit. The talent. I kind of yeah. like uh, yeah. having... Act, uh, uh, I can clean up what I say as well. Yeah. You know. Oh, he he cleans up what he says, but not what anyone else says. That's what it is. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes I do. I just feel weird cleaning up other people's shit because well, that's all cut out some impressive stuff, and I feel bad about it because it's like I don't even remember stuff that you've cut out for yeah. sure. You know. Do you so like? Have you? Do you feel like you've ever messed up like context? Earlier on, it would be a thing where, like... It's a rough cut. Where, like, I would be cutting out stupid shit, but then we would tangent off of the stupid shit onto a great conversation, and I'd either have to leave the stupid shit, or it would be a thing where it'd be like, okay, this is a really weird in uh, transition for the listeners, but it's a tired thing where it's like... Is what it is. Hey man, that's that's what's good about like you all, especially with you all getting this new studio, mm-hmm. the the jump of quality. That's what I hope for. But the experience, so you have all this experience, but then the jump in quality is definitely gonna up your game and audience. I hope so. One hundred percent, y'all y'all need to. I don't know. I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna act and say like I'm talking like I know what I'm talking about. But you can't do that. <laughs> it's allowed. Those aren't flat feet. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I rescinded my comment. Uh, but anyway, is I don't know. I don't know. How would Preston react if me and Pierce just squared up? Because I know so in I, this room right now. In terms now. of music, like I know what you have to do marketing wise. You know, like videos. And, uh, yeah. You know, stuff like that. But I don't know. We want to do a video format for sure. Yeah, I'm hoping to get a second mic. It's different, though. so that the audio quality really yes. jumps. Yes. Yeah, yes. that'll be nice. Having the, the biggest thing I think is is a mic per person. Yeah. Which is gonna be tough, especially you know. I was talking you about those clip on mics. Three or two. Huh? I was talking about those little clip on mics. Oh yeah. Hey man, fuck it. Some people, I think some people would prefer. That. I've seen those on podcasts and it it works. I think some people prefer it because it makes it feel like more of a normal conversation. Yeah, it's not even there. Yeah. It's right next to your mouth. But the issue with that, though, is Boston. is uh, then some shit they might, you know. Yeah. They might be roughing it up. And True. then And unless they have that headphones in, they're not going to know that they're fucking with it. Yeah. But that's a whole other thing. But, I mean, podcasts, I feel like now, is so normalized. Well, it's, it's weird because there's, like, cross-media podcasts, you know? Like, we kind of have to do a video component at some point, I feel like, because yeah. there are just so few podcasts that exist that only points. on audio. Yeah. I like, like that we have a YouTube channel, lab. but I, I do wish that we had videos on there instead of just, like, the podcast itself. Yeah, and it's crazy, too, is if you don't have, like, 4K, yeah. you're lagging, which sucks. But 4K is now pretty accessible. You know, I mean, it is more expensive to have a camera like that. Yeah. But, and plus, you're going to want two or three, because you're going to want shots of, you know, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, a lot of times... They'll like be sitting across from each other. They'd and that's a whole other one camera in the middle yeah. and two cameras where it's I'm like cool, a I'm kind of cool shot. with just like changing perspective. So if it's just you and me on, it could be facing us directly. And then otherwise it could be at the end of the table. 
Yeah. Looking, yeah, yeah. you know, because it's going to be like a booth set up, basically. I'm telling y'all, bro. Listen to this. Watch. Not just listen. I already yeah, said yeah. that. To the, to the Rick Glass one. Otherwise, I'm down they for have, shit where it's like a, we're playing video games and doing the podcast hey, at the same time. That'd be funny. That's a cool way to do it. And at a certain point, we could even uh, kind of evolve from just the podcast where yeah. we could do stuff like that. And it wouldn't necessarily have to be on the podcast feed, but it would still be... Podcast I mean, affiliated. content, yeah. 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 So, so y'all gonna open up that YouTube, that YouTube Chanel. Chanel. Well, we have... We have a YouTube channel. It's just all the audios. For the I didn't show. know that. Yeah. Still, though. I haven't okay. promoted it very well, but... Uh, do you, do you put it. it in the links, though? Yeah. Yeah. We have a... That, that sounded very sure. We have a link tree. <laughs> okay. That's so it's just got all of our shit on that one page. Well, yeah, man. I was explaining that to my uncle the other day, because he has a jewelry business. And I'm explaining how... He could just have all of his social media and shit on one web page and uh-huh. just have people, because he he ran out of uh, business cards uh, on Saturday at St James. So we were just telling him to get a QR code. Yeah. Set up. Yeah. So people can just scan it as they go. What does he do? Wire wrapped jewelry. Nice. Like two hundred dollar bracelet, chain okay. chain link that he hand does. He like. Hand does chains. That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Like That's different cool. styles. Alright. Link up with Jack. Jack Harlow. <laughs> hey, Louisville Business, buddy. You best support it, Jack. Thanks. You need to put that in there. That needs to be in there. Well, you said the name, right? What was it? What? The, the Beer Uncle's business. Oh, it's Silver Linings Jewelry. Oh, Silver Linings. Pen design. You, hey, y'all need to start doing ads, too. Silver Linings Jewelry. Eric Frank. Frankie. Frankie, that's right. I knew that too. That's crazy. Eric Frankie. You've only known him since middle school. Meh. You'll figure out his name. I mean, known him. I knew him in middle school, and then I know him now. That one's kind of <laughs> sick. That's a hat pin. Hey, derby shit. All right, well, it'll be interesting to see how this uh, episode pans out. I have to hear the edit. Sometimes I feel egotistical because I, like, I almost only exclusively listen to the ones I'm on and it kind of makes me feel like shit Meh. but I, I'm curious because I, I want to hear the editing because I was there but it's I have, a more interesting it's also yeah. like it's also like how am I going to come off in this which is something that you have to worry about as uh, see no because I, I worry about that too much so like I try to stay detached from that but when you are watching it you're obviously thinking because there, there have been episodes where I've been like, damn, I shouldn't have said it like that. Or I should have just not said it. Or I should have, uh, or I should have, you know. Yeah. 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 But it is what it is. It's not, out there. We're not all over the world yet. Anyway, yeah. So. These will be real deep cuts. Yeah, these are deep cuts. People are going to have to if, go if, way if back you, Yeah, line. if you have audience members, like, in the future that bring up shit that we said here. Like, yeah, bro, I remember one time. You know what? That's cool. Yeah. I'm down and talk about it. Yeah. That'd be dope. Bring up the old takes. What is this? Hit the play button. This Jeff Rom. The aggressor's gonna win this game. The aggressor. The one who's the most aggressive. Okay? The one who's bringing the fight! 
this when they beat Ohio State? Oh my State? god. Is this when they beat Ohio State? Tell me you wouldn't run through a wall for that man. Yeah. <laughs> you, matter of fact, matter of fact, I'm getting up. I don't even have anything to do. Hey, let's just. Hey, so at the end of the episode, we're just gonna you should just cut to. Did us. you see that video of U of L fans burning a couch? Yeah. You need to cut to us at the end of this pod. Uh, oh, I was gonna talk about that. So, uh, I was at O'Shea's after the game. Nice. And I saw a billion people that I knew, and one person, I don't know if I told you about this, but one person was trying to tell me that they took the goalpost and threw it in the Ohio River. They, they did take it down. They did, did take I, it down. I didn't know. But uh, but we were all like, man, we gave it like an hour ago. You are capping. Because the, there's no way you'd be able to walk that shit there. In well, an hour. A group of, of fucked up fans could definitely get that done. Yeah. No chance. In an hour? I mean, how far... Oh, yeah. I mean, a, a group of crazed fans is going to is gonna split the crowd, I feel like. They might have been able to do it. But they would not have been <laughs> I able... I don't believe it. They I'm would not have been able... I'm curious about how they're transporting it. They would Somebody not really have been able to get there, friend. drop the post in the river, then get back to O'Shea's. That's for sure. There's yeah. no way. And then we I, were yeah. we oh, were sh- in there, and we were posted up at this one spot, and uh, the whole basketball team was in there, like right next to us. And I was telling them uh, the ceiling fan story. I told you the ceiling fan story, right, Preston? I feel like you were there for that. Uh, it sounds but familiar, but at, I'm not a, sure. at the St. Patrick's Day party at the retreat. Oh yes, this you one dude this was. Crowd surfing in my living room. Grown ass man. Get the fuck out of here. But uh, they were pushing up against uh, our ceiling fan. He like ran in the ceiling fan. And the fucking shit was like coming out of the wall. And should I even say his name? I probably should say his name because he should be. He don't want this smoke. I think I. it's a. JJ Trader was there. Okay. And, <laughs> and he's a seven foot guy, so he's able to just put his hands up and and keep the fan on the ceiling. And I was like, "Thank you, God," because that would have been a bag I had to pay the retreat. Ain't no fuck it, dude. Shout out to JJ Trainer for so, saving your fucking deposit. So mm-hmm. I was telling them about that, and I was thinking about maybe going up to him saying something. And I was like, "Nah, man, that would be stupid." So I was sitting right here. He fucking sat down, like, right next to me. So I was like, man, I just gotta do it. So I tapped him up, and I was like, hey, you don't remember me, but you saved my ceiling fan. And I was trying to explain to him what the fuck I was talking about, and I just probably sounded like a drunk idiot. (laughs) It was one time at my place at the retreat. Yeah, you probably there shouldn't was a say his name crowd just for the sake of his scholarship or something. But it me. was beep beep beep. <laughs> uh, but he was like, "Yeah, man, no problem." And then he was like, "But you owe me one." And I was like, "Man, you're fucking right. I do owe you one." You didn't get him a drink, did you? No, I didn't. Yeah, you should have. I don't even think they were drinking. Yeah, they didn't like, seem like they were drinking. Yeah, because you remember, I remember you really told me it was like, "Yo, this is blah blah blah," and I was like, "Oh, I had no clue." They they seem pretty sober. 
Alright, that's the last tidbit I can give. Yeah, I think you want to end on something or what? Oh uh, yeah, we need to just chant Jeff Brom. That's <laughs> what this the end should cut to. Okay. Jeff Brom, Jeff Brom, Jeff Brom, Jeff Brom.